What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. This is your host, as always, Caleb, joined with the one, the only, Alex. Alex, how are you doing this evening? Caleb, I am. I'm feeling good. I'm a little tired. It's a little are you later. feeling good? Oh, uh, it's all a facade. We'll, we'll get into it later. <laughs> you know, I uh, about about 36 hours ago when I was watching episode <laughs> six, I was not doing well. But, you know, I've, I've made peace with it, and uh, Jay and JLP like to comment on a picture, I or a, a comment I made on JLP's picture. JLP liked them all, but Jay didn't. He just liked mine. So <laughs> I'm okay. I'm Alex, okay. you know, normally we open these episodes with a little little jab at one another. I've uh, never done that. It, well, that's just blatantly false. I've, um, I go back. Check the record. I, I, I've never taken a jab at you. There's this, there's this thing called iTunes, and I can go back and look at them. You you still use iTunes? I do, yes. Um, fun fact, we were cleaning out our house right now, uh, organizing some things, and I found my old iPod shuffle. And the little tiny one? I, the little square one. Yeah, yeah. You know, all you millennials know what we're talking about. Uh, Jen- you, so save that, because I think you can bring it to Survivor pregame. You're not allowed to have like a, an iPod that has internet, but you can have that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to be listening to old episodes of Speaking Llama and thinking about <laughs> all the things that all the crap I give players uh, and like things I say they should be doing. I'm just going to be like, all right, Caleb, listen to make sure that you don't say these things about yourself later on <laughs> in the game. Or <laughs> I'll say them about you. Exactly. Uh, well, you know, you know, I, I am being so nice to you, Alex, because you did have a rough week on um, Australian Survivor. And personally, you had a rough week with your, your team, but I think personally, because I know that you are rooting for Alex. I was. I know that you also experienced some back pains. Uh, yes. <laughs> and your winner pick went out. So yes. I feel like the flood of just like all kinds of emotions rained down on you watching really Australian did. Survivor this week. I. I actually, so when I was watching uh, Alex's uh, exit, I shed a tear. I was emotional <laughs> because it's just like, I've been there, man. I've had those back spasms. You can't do anything. I mean, and for him to be in that challenge as long as he was, he was like one of the last two. And you knew he was a super fan and had to leave. He had to quit. He didn't even vote it out. He had to quit. Like, oh, I was, I was crying. And then I was like, man, Jay's going to be so sad. And he was. And then, and then <laughs> split the vote when David's target and they split it on Amy and Jay and give Jay four votes and Amy three. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, Alex, we are going to go into all of that this episode as our recap of week number two for Australian Survivor. For those of you that are following along with us, we are excited about this season. I, you know, we've only been doing it's two weeks into the season and it, it is striking to me that they are on day 14. I know Australian Survivor is much longer typically anyways, but like just there is a quote in episode six where Sandra's like talking about her day 16 curse. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I was like, oh, they're, they're two weeks in. Like they've been there. They're over half halfway through season 41. That is also true, which fun shout out. If you haven't already heard, season 42 cast has been dropped today. Be on the lookout for a cast episode coming sometime in the future. Who knows when it will be? 
Promise. I don't know. I'm not feeling good about that. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, okay. we're we're here talking about week two of Australian Survivor. Alex, we're gonna go and share our outweigh outplay out outwit outplay outlast moments of the week as always. Uh, but before we get into that, we will do a very brief rundown of the different episodes. We had a question poll on our Instagram page, and we've got some. You've got some questions to ask, uh, you know, the people want to hear me uh, and my answers and opinions, and I, and I will give them my, my thoughts and opinions. But, um, and then we will, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about some of the things happening in this episode. How's that sound? Sounds great, Caleb. I'm trying a new tactic where when you promote yourself and try to take a jab at me, I'm just not going to respond because I think that makes you look worse. And really, I mean, it's just, it's the best response I could have. Interesting. Well, if you want to tank our podcast, then you'll do that. Because I believe Gomez once said, kill him with kindness. Okay. Hey, shout out to, if you haven't seen Only Murders in the Building, it's pretty good. So I've never seen it. Yeah. On Hulu. I I only watch Survivor. Well, that's, get a life, man. Get a life. (laughs) All right, Caleb. Uh, Well, first of all, my first question for you, how how is this season holding up? We're two weeks in, six episodes in, five people have left the game. Do you think it's a good season so far? Is I mean, it a that, good trajectory? It, it, that, is I mean, that a stupid what, question? That's a stupid. Know. That's a stupid question to ask me right now. Uh, but that's just because you're asking it, so I just are automatically assume it's a stupid question. But in seriousness, um, yes, I did just create a word seriousness. Uh, we are. Um, I think it's a pretty good season so far. I mean, I I love the blood versus water dynamic. I have, we, it has created a lot of, it always creates a lot of different layers and I'm excited about for the upcoming tribe swap, uh, as alluded to in the, in the preview of the episode seven, um, because I think I, that's when we're really going to see the layers of blood versus water and how people either work with others or they don't work with, and they work with their loved one and, and how that affects the game going forward. Um, I, do I think it's been a bad season? Absolutely not. Do I think it's been an all-time great season? Absolutely not, because we just were, were I mean, only half, we're, we're bare, we barely scratched the surface of this season. There are still so many more people to be voted out. Uh, I'm really enjoying the season so far uh, with all that said. How about yourself? Yeah, and it it feels more like an event because it's three, I mean, for us mornings being U.S. residents, uh, three mornings a week. And it's just like, that's half my week. I'm watching an hour and a half episode of Survivor. I mean, that's that's a lot to keep up with, but I'm enjoying it. It, it It's a nice pace compared to like the 42 and a half minutes every week of US Survivor when it's airing. So it's been a while since I've been able to binge watch a season of Survivor, not knowing what happens. So I yeah, enjoy I, that aspect of it. I, I, also, I also, with that said, you know, we have on this podcast many times complained a lot about the how we don't get to see a lot in U.S. Survivor because it's only 42 minutes and Australian Survivor gets to show us so much. I, I will say two weeks in, I have a lot of questions about yes. what, is, what is happening on the island that I don't think have been made clear based off the edit that we have been given. Uh, yes. so, uh, some of those we'll talk about in this episode. And, and, and even just, I think just as a, a precursor, like I thought Sam and Amy were really tight based off of 
the first five episodes and what we had seen from them. And this yep. just seemed episode six seemed out of left field. Uh, yep. And I was, and the, the same with uh, I think episode one and two, right. We get this big play or shown this big play by Nina and episode two, here's King Kong. And it's like, when did, when did that happen? Like, cause now, it, and so, yeah, that, that, that is my one complaint about the season so far. Um, but I mean, you know, I'm not an editor on a TV show and I'm, they're doing what they have to work with. So, um, yeah, I, I, in the car to myself on the way home from work today, coined this season survivor through Sandra's eyes. Because well, that's kind of what it feels like, right? It's, it's like, we're watching the Sandra show and, and I, I, that sounds bad. I think in terms of fair editing, it is bad, but I'm thoroughly enjoying seeing Sandra. And I think this set of episodes, especially episode four and even episode six, were really peak Sandra, uh, where yeah. we are seeing her, I mean, just work her magic in a very successful way. So um, in, in that sense, I'm enjoying it. Um, I also, in terms of, as we're talking about edit, I was going to save this for later, but uh, I saw on Instagram, like a breakdown of the confessionals and Jay was voted out with zero confessionals this season. Okay. I, I was, I was surprised. I never thought that he was a, I, well, and to be fair, I didn't think Amy was going home either because I didn't, we didn't get the whole like Jay and here's the backstory behind Jay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we, we got nothing uh, and we like, didn't for Alex either. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Alex only had a few confessionals too. So uh, really strange um, and kind of sad. Which maybe they're trying to change things up. Don't uh, it, keep the same formula, which we can appreciate. Right. I, I just think if you are out there and you're one of the 24 contestants, like 100%. Every person's the main character of their own survivor story when they're out there. Yeah. And then to see come out and realize you're you're in the background, even when you get voted out can't be a great feeling so yeah that's sure. my that's my for beef sure. of the week that should be a new segment that's a new segment the beef of the week beef of the week <laughs> um speaking of segments i haven't mentioned the golden god uh yet but uh, well he's not on this season so i'm wearing i'm wearing his hat so because we're talking about oh, australian survivor gosh. all right caleb uh brief rundown of episode four we have the sandra versus sophie uh, Sophie aligning with the alpha males, uh, her making it very clear she's aligning with them. We have the reward challenge where they are in the mud and they're running past each other to ring the bell. We then blood wins that. I'm I'm going to call them blood and water tribes. Um, I, they're the red and blue tribes. Come on, now. red and blue, whatever. Shay <laughs> goes back to the water camp. Uh, Mini challenge. They have to get in the boat, get puzzle pieces, make the arc puzzle. Um, the winning tribe gets to watch the losing tribe at tribal council blood tribe loses uh, and stuff goes down. And basically Sandra concocts a plan with Michelle and with Amy, Amy then gets Jay who gets David who then I think somehow Sam and Jesse are involved and vote to blindside Sophie. Caleb was this the right move to blindside Sophie, especially given the fact that the other tribe was watching. And I will say that uh, in, in our uh, Australian Survivor Season 4, Part 1 recap, you very blatantly said, if you are ever going on Australian Survivor and it's not a normal tribal council, don't do something stupid because no one's going home that night. 
Now, I was watching this episode Sunday morning in my bed with my dog, <laughs> and I was shocked. I mean, my jaw was on the floor because I thought it was a normal tribal council, and I felt so stupid. Like, your, your words were just ringing in my ear. Alex, <laughs> you're an idiot. So, yeah, was, as, soon, as soon as they said that they were coming to tribal council, I was like, well, no one's going home tonight. Uh, that I, I like that, That's immediately what I thought. And I, I, again, I will recognize I haven't seen all of Australian Survivor. I'm still, still catching up. Um, and so there may spoilers. That, so there may be some situations where something like that happens and no one goes and someone actually does go home. Uh, but like, I can only think that right. Sophie was actually in a much worse position than what was really shown. If that like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume the best intentions in Sandra and, and Sam and Amy and, and all the people that made that decision. Uh, the best intentions would, would say that, okay, Sophie really was a, a threat, like wasn't working with people. They needed to get her out. But on the other hand, it's also like that clearly was going to make waves send. I mean, I, mean, I know I, I, I said it last episode keep Dave around. He is going to be controlled. And that, that has played out that mm-hmm. this, the last two episodes of like, we need to keep Dave around because we can control him. He's a, he's an easy, easy number. Um, but like it, it, it seemed very odd to do pull off something so big that was going to shake up the game with the other tribe there, knowing it's not a normal tribal. Um, Cause I feel like, right. If you, they still had the numbers to make that move later, right? That, yeah. that wasn't a move that had to be made right there. Now I will say the person that that move worked the best for was Sandra. Yes. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk I, in the second episode or the third episode, I think explains why that was so because she is creating chaos in her between divide divisions. And so, um, yeah, I, so my, my the short answer is no. I, that was not a good decision, in my opinion, to do something so bold um, w- w- under the circumstances. I yes. do think it was the right play for all of them in, in, in general. Um, yeah, did you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, well, it it surprised me how cohesive the tribe was afterwards. Right, like we saw those three guys feel on the outside, but episode five we saw. Sandra go up to them and kind of confront them and not confront them, almost comfort them a little bit. And they're like, Hey, what do we do now? And, and it created more cohesion, which I was not expecting whatsoever. So in that sense, I, th- I think it was a good move for their overall, the blood tribes unity, um, despite an unconventional way of finding unity. I think my biggest fear was if you, so they had 11 people on their tribe, you take out somebody blindside three very physical players who all have loved ones on the other side. I mean, you're, you're asking for them to flip and and you know, a a tribe swaps coming. It's blood versus water. It's modern survivor. Like, you know, one's coming Um, to piss off three people who are going to probably be in the game for a while, at least in the first half until merge. uh, Not a great idea uh, because yeah, you can pick those three off, but you are just going to keep losing if you do. Um, so, and, and we, we saw later, um, oh gosh, I can't even think of his name. What's his name? Ben, 
outlasting the entire water tribe on a challenge. <laughs> you know, you can't even throw a challenge if you want to with him. So. Yeah. Well, I, I always I, get I, him confused with Heath from season three. You don't know who he is yet, but if you watch season three, they're identical. So. Okay. I, so I will say this. You, I, it seems like a big blindside for those three guys, but I, I think it's probably an easy saving a face. If I had to guess, and I, I'm not them, and I'm not there, but I, I would imagine the, the conversation with those three guys was, hey, like this was nothing against you guys. We didn't trust Sophie at all. Also, yeah. between Sophie and Dave, Dave is better around camp. Dave is better at challenges. Yep. We whether that's true, he's a number for us. He doesn't. Right. He's not going to flip on us. His brother's whether, gone. Whether that's true or not, right? That's the argument that that is shared with him. It's like it's nothing against you guys. We we're still fine. Um, yeah. We just had to get Sophie out, and so like, I but I get what you're saying too about. That that is dangerous in a blood versus water season, right? Yes. With but my big thing is the other tribe is at tribal. Something is about to happen. It got me. It JLP <laughs> got me again. All right. Uh, anything else? Episode four before we move on to episode five. Uh, yeah, I think the um, yeah, I, I I don't remember what episodes what. So in fear of talking about a pre a, a later episode, let's just go on to episode five. <laughs> Great. All right, so episode five, quick recap. Uh, like I said, Sandra swoops in for those three alpha males. Uh, Sam is incredibly nervous that Sophie did not go home, uh, which was a, a good gut feeling for her uh, because Sophie kind of called her out. Um, let's see, reward challenge. Uh, it's the water platform sumo bag duel challenge. I don't know. Uh, I, I believe this is the correct challenge. I could be wrong. could be the next one. But uh, I think it's where uh, Jesse volunteers to go first. And JLP goes, uh, all right, Water Tribe, who are you putting up against Jesse? And Mark raises his hand. And <laughs> you just hear JLP go, damn. <laughs> and it was it's my favorite moment of the season so far because Mark is huge. I know. I, it hit me this week. I was like, oh, he is huge. Uh, uh-huh. I've known that, but yeah, he's he's a beast. Let's see. Uh, water wins that. They get to enjoy the reward at the blood camp. So everyone's yeah. reunited. Kind of kind of a cool twist there. Uh, immunity challenge again. They're holding logs as a tribe. If one person drops, it gets heavier for everyone else. Like I said, Ben outlasted everyone. Blood tribes. Blood tribe wins. Water tribe goes to tribal council. It is set up of like Sophie's going home, but there might be a blind side on Khan. It's King Khan versus Sophie. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And Alex quits due to his injury, unfortunately. And that's no. where, uh, and whoa, this Alex whoa. is in tears watching it. So <laughs> that's episode five. Caleb, major thoughts. What What's the takeaway from this episode? Yeah. So first off, I, I mean, I, there's lots of takeaways, but this is, isn't a major one. Um, what was interesting about as you have said it and reminded me of it, knowing that Sam and Jesse are kind of a pair, that's what at least it seems like based off of what we, even before episode six, based on what we've seen. Um, I, you know, I know it, it's a habit in these Australian seasons to that after the challenges, like the other tribes, they can like buddy buddy and like, they like hug one another. And that's how we've seen some really cool moves happen at times and, and, and saying, sharing of things. And so I wonder if Sam has nodded to Mark 
that he and Jesse are together or it's that she trusts Jesse. And so when Mark volunteers, it's not so much about an easy victory because that tribe has made a plan. We have to tell our loved ones to get Sophie out first. Yes. And And that's what, that's what he did. That's what he does. And so I'm what I'm wondering was that intentional, right? Oh, I bet did, so. Did he know that Jesse and Sam were, you know, Sam trusts Jesse. Uh, so I'm going to go to, I have to tell somebody. So I'm going to go tell Jesse, um, which like, I, I suppose Jordy could have done that as well. Um, yeah. But, but still I, like, yeah, I, I, I like to think that's what was happening. I didn't even think of that. That, that I can see that happening. I, I feel like Sam and Mark are the type of obviously they knew they were coming back together to come up with some game plans of like yeah. you know we saw uh dave and con say hey i'm gonna take my hat off in front of you if i use the idol it could be something like that uh yeah. where they're gonna stand next to or um you know put their hand on a shoulder of somebody they're working with or something like that um yeah and, and they both seem like incredibly intelligent individuals and i'm sure they picked up on it quickly so yeah that was a fun moment where he's like pin jesse to the, the ground and, and he's just like sophie first yeah <laughs> and if i if i'm jesse i'm probably like then, yes mr mark i'll do whatever you say well no sophie had gone to the mark's tribe uh so it was the other way i, oh, I think mark right. mark asked like um oh, like then, sophie first or something like that and jesse that's goes right. uh yeah she's a snake and Marcos thought so, and then shoves him off the platform. Interesting, interesting. Well, then, then my, then I, I have that wrong. Then my theory is probably out because Mark. I don't know. Decides, Mark decides to go against Jesse. I, I was under the impression that Mark. I was thinking that Mark made the decision to go tell the other tribe, but I have it backwards. No, I, I, I think it's, it's probably a good call if, if Sam and Jesse are as close as we think they are, which we don't really know. That we're not seeing a whole lot, but. I, I think I think you you're onto something. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Not, not yeah, as that, clever as I thought it was going to be. Uh, well, who's who's surprised by that? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I would say too in this episode. The um, uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. You can ask a question. Go ahead. Oh no, I, I was just gonna say it felt uh, you know the ending felt kind of chaotic, and we got this big King Khan storyline, but then it, I feel like it. it even up to the last minute, it was just like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then it just felt so out of left field um, when Alex ended up leaving the game. So um, I, I was just left a little confused and like, where, where did that come from? And obviously we knew he was injured, but uh, there's just nothing about him going into tribal that night. Yeah, we, we did get the, so at the, the last time on survive previously on survivor portion, they mentioned his back and like, yeah. There are several beats in the episode. And yes, so like we the got, reward challenge. And- yeah. And then we got to tribal and like, I was really uncertain of where it was going. And then as soon as they hit that pause, I was like, well, he's quitting like that, like that, like, or, or, or that something is happening at this point, whether he's quitting or they get, he, they actually vote him out. Like he asked for them. Let, well, let's, I, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the Alex thing. Yeah. Um, well, uh, and one of our questions from Instagram too was, did he make the right call quitting? Did Alex make, you know, okay, well, that's, that's a great question. And a, like, it's not my body. Um, I don't, I don't know what pain he is going through. Um, and so like, I, I, that's a hard question to ask. I like to think, or to answer, I like to think that I, there's no way I, you have to pull me off that Island if I'm on there personally. However, 
I don't know the situation that he's in. I don't know how far it's going. I think, you know, I, I wonder um, if, depending, like, was there a scenario in which he, you know, if he, if he just didn't want to go through the having the stigma of quitting survivor on him, right? He asked to be voted off so he doesn't have to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, like, it must have, it must have been that bad because he could have just made it a living hell for his like tribe. Like I can't compete in any challenges. And like right. just just said that. So right. like either either you have to vote me out, or I'm glad to stay in here, but I I have to stop competing in challenges. Yeah, um, well, I I think it it would have to take his tribe mates to initiate that. You know, one thing I thought was because he set out the reward challenge, he had to compete the in, in the immunity challenge, which was holding weight which is mostly with your back. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I saw that and I realized he had to compete, I thought, well, his tribe should just tell him the second it starts, drop the weight and go sit on the bench. And they, and he, again, he and Christy were the last two um, on there. And I mean, so that shows me, he is trying his best to, to plow through it and fight through it. And um, after that, again, as someone who has had back problems, obviously everyone has a different body and different experience. But when, when I hurt myself in the gym the next day, like I was supposed to help someone to move and all I could do was carry a pillow. Like I could barely sit in the car on the way there. It took me almost a week. I went to the chiropractor. I accidentally dropped my keys in the lobby and I could not bend over to pick them up. And I'm sleeping in a bed, getting plenty of rest, plenty of water, plenty of food. No one's trying to get me. So to be sleeping on the ground or wherever they're sleeping, I would say bamboo, but I, I don't think there's bamboo in the Australian outback. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it, it, it has to be bad. So yeah, I, it, it, yeah. it's really, I mean, was, if it hits your nervous system, then you're spasming and it's just a big mess. So I wish they, there's that rule in Australian survivor. You can be pulled from the game up to 24 hours due to medical reasons mm. and still in your back. I wish there was something they could do to try to help him out a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know what, what happened there. Yeah. That, that I forgot about that rule. That would have been nice. Even if it was just like that here, you like, I mean, he had basically a chiropractor on hand. Um, That's and, true. Yeah. She was, uh, on, she was on his tribe, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, um, <laughs> which is like, how fortunate is that? But I, I, I will also say, I thought it was actually really not a great move. When, you know, there's that moment when they, in the reward challenge where they say, oh, he needs to sit out of this because like we'll regret it for the immunity challenge. I think that's terrible logic. He, he needs to sit, like, you don't need to rely on him right now for the immunity challenges if you can help it because, uh, because of his injury. Um, when, when I heard that, I just assumed they, they were assuming it's going to be a puzzle where one or two people are at the puzzle at the end. And he seems like a guy who'd be good at puzzles. Oh, pause real fast. Put a pin in that. I just want to say thank you, Australian Survivor. Last episode, I was like, we haven't seen any puzzles at challenges. And then we got the, a really cool puzzle in episode four. That was a cool with, puzzle. With a little, little, little arch. Uh, yeah. So I just went, I wanted to say that. The, um, the blood tribe? Yes, the red tribe. The red tribe. The, the B-O-L-O-D tribe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I also, um, here's my question about the Alex issue you know he asked his tribe hey i want you to vote me out and based on what we saw and i, and I think based off of how it ended 
his tribe was unwilling to do that. Alex, if if you were in Mark's shoes Mm -hmm. and, you know, Alex was saying, hey, I want you to vote me out, which like, Alex, buddy, like you should have. You should have said this before going to tribal because you absolutely you, you just yes. threw everybody off. Yes. Um, but and you know maybe he didn't know. Maybe, maybe he he went into the tribal and, and like he just sitting there. He's like, I I have to do it. Like I can't yeah. trust your God um, and do that. Um. So if I'm Mark, do I do I vote him out? Yeah. Well, did, yeah. Because like it was a pretty unequivocal. No, we're not doing. Yeah, that. we're not. Do- I think. I think I'd have to look him in the eye, right? Because at that point I, I, I had known him for 12 days, you know, we're, we're having this incredible journey, incredible experience together where we're trusting each other. And if someone I know cares deeply about it and they look me in the eye and say, I need to leave. I think you'd be able to tell looking in their eyes if they're just tired or if they're not, I, I, I go back to, uh, you know, you and I went to Colorado this past summer um, with a couple of our buddies I got food poisoning the night before and missed my flight. I couldn't go. And then it ended up coming a couple of days later, but one of our friends uh, dropped off some like Gatorade, some toilet paper, you know, all this stuff that I needed. And after being up all night and he told me later, he was convinced. I just didn't want to go. Uh, I was tired. I was just trying to get out of it. And he was going to come that morning, convince me, pack my bag and, and let's go. And he said, I took one look in your eyes and I immediately knew you needed to stay. So I think it's those moments like that. We all have that, that stuff when people we know. Um, so I'd have to look in the eye. Uh, probably I, I give him what he wants. Yeah. I, that's what I'd be like too, is I, I feel like I, I kind of thought it was, a, y'all were prioritizing your positioning in the game, which I know would have like was sucks in terms yeah. of what you're doing. But I, but I also think that, Hey, this is a, a kid that is, telling you he is hurting yeah i i think you have to give him what he wants in terms of and, and not like i mean but at the same time like you know i i don't know the full situation around that um yeah well where's the confessional for mel the chiropractor like that's what i, I want I, that's the content that's i want that's true um uh, w- one last question yep about this episode oh, okay you ready for it sure or, okay so we actually got multiple questions related to this Okay, go ahead. A general sense of thoughts on Sophie's behavior after she was voted out. Um, Was it right for her to call out Sam and the rest of her old tribe and threaten to take out their loved ones? Good call, bad call. Yeah, I mean, I, so from a logical sense, bad call. Uh, but you have just been utterly betrayed by people you thought you were 100% with. Um, and right. So can I say that I would be any more, any less mad? Absolutely not. Um, but I do, I, I do think that, which, you know, and maybe it wasn't as big of a scene as it was made out to be, but, um, I, I do think she went a little overboard the, the way that it was shown of her like going and questioning everybody of like what happened or and then and then yeah. even accusing her old allies of like dropping her I'm yeah. like I, I was sitting there wanting to scream at the tv saying Sophie they're trying to save their skin like yep. that's why they're not talking to you just survive and link back up yes later. like yeah. hang, hang tight uh I I actually don't think, I think it's fine to 
to pull Sam aside and say like, Hey, like, I just want to know what's up. What did you see? Cause some, I trusted you implicitly. And it's kind of go, going one of those things of like, let's open this door for dialogue because now what I may have to tell you might like, if you say something, well, if you, if you know, well, actually I heard that Sandra, like Sandra said this to me, uh, then she can go have a chance to say, no, that's not what, like, that's not what happens. And, and Sam might have more information. Like, that's why, like, if I'm Sam, I'm, I'm still going to say yes to go over there and talk to you, even if it's going to be awkward. But yeah, I, I think it was a little, but it had just happened. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder, you know, take one more day. Does she react that way? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it was more of a uh, final answer is I think it's completely okay to talk to Sam. Uh, and, and question her about that. I think it's okay to talk to all of them, but the way that the episode showed it is that she was like berating the people, yes. um, which isn't a great look for your gameplay. For sure. And I think KJ played it well too, where she had this moment of like, I have to separate myself from my sister because this is, this is bad for yeah. me. Um, and, and that's a tough thing to do. And it was, it was almost setting out that moment of, it's KJ about to vote her sister off. I mean, that, that was my first thought when, when we had that scene. Um, now, one other way that I could see this being played out, and, and um, I, I don't think this is a, a plausible reason why she did that, but I think it could be, uh, is to, it's maybe a little devious, but to try to throw off those people and guilt trip them and freak them out. Um, because we did see Sam ahead of the challenge, very nervous about seeing Sophie. And is it, you know, Hey, you, you did me dirty. So I'm doing your loved ones dirty. Is that going to instill fear, paranoia, you know, it, which could hurt her, her old tribe uh, mentally. So uh, one way to think about it, I, I it didn't yeah. seem it sent, it seemed emotional, not devious. Um, yeah. which it, that, and, and emotional is not bad, but okay, I was about to say, yeah, like, I, I mean, it's very, very, uh, it, it makes sense. Right. Survivor is an emotional game. And, and if you don't believe that, then, then you just don't understand what it means to be human. Yes. Uh, and, and so like, it's that it's managing your emotions and then directing your emotions appropriately at the, at the right time. Um, Man, they should cast you for the show. They they should. Uh, but uh, the last thing I want to say about this episode is because I found it intriguing. Is I was surprised that Shay was so on board with flushing Khan's idol because it also meant flushing. Not, but she eventually volunteered to play her idol too. But like she was on board. I was like, Shay, you have an idol. Why, like, go work with Khan. Go go do something here. I I, I found it, I, and that to the other point of that is, I thought that that tribal there was a potential unless Khan is just like on the outs. People really don't want to work with him, which that may be the case. In the uh, red tribe, we saw this kind of like this groupings start to shake out in that previous vote, which we hadn't seen with the blue tribe. It had kind of been everyone against one person the whole time, and. I was surprised to see that happen where it was like, if the split was going to happen, it was going to be basically everyone against Khan. And there weren't going to be groups that like, why didn't someone take this opportunity to put a group of six together and say, this is us. And you could now 
if they didn't want to include Khan in that, that's probably why. But if you do want to include Khan at all, tell him that this is the plan. And then, you know, everyone's splitting a vote. So let's go make a move together. Yeah. Well, and what you're saying is exactly what Sandra did episode four and episode six. Yeah. Yeah, right? exactly. Hey, I need a majority. Let's figure out who we want out and move from there. Yeah. And let's, let's just not make the easy vote. Let's, let's get somebody else out, uh, which is a reckless way to play, but it is a very interesting <laughs> way to play. And I will give them, if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, that, that does make me think the con split wasn't ever going to happen. Yeah. That it was going to be a Sophie. Vote yeah. Out. Well, and, and we saw Sophie, I think, hug Mark or something at the end. And she was like, I, I knew I was a goner. Yeah. And he agreed. Yeah. Um, so that, that made me think, like, I think someone might have told Sophie ahead of time, like, hey, it's literally everyone's on you. And yeah. maybe even KJ was planning to vote out Sophie. I don't, I don't know. She voted out her sister. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Episode six, last episode of the week. Very brief recap. We have uh, Sophie trying to align with Khan um, and once had this like, kind of secret <laughs> alliance. And Khan is going with it to, to Sophie, but it's like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. That's dumb, uh, which was a, a great scene. We then have the reward challenge where it's like the two ramps and it's three people at a time and you have to get the football and run up the ramp. Um, again, lots of lots of large people this season. Well, that's I would not want to survive survivor. So. I, <laughs> uh, and then uh, immunity challenge. It is like the swimming slash basketball relay. Oh, uh, which Louise. that's a long swim and that's a long climb. And that's a long jump back in. And that's a long swim in. And then you just throw a ball in a basket. <laughs> I know. How, how I was, was like, that? Wait equitable? a second here. <laughs> but now at the same time, I could probably swim, climb up the rope, jump in and swim back quicker than I could make a basket. And, and so <laughs> I would absolutely volunteer to swim. But I, I, I was rewatching it. I was like, wait a second. This, <laughs> I don't know right. if I like this. Uh, but, but still innovative we've never seen that challenge before so uh really fun to see that uh and then we we have the sandra concocting a new alliance and uh michelle tells sandra amy has an idol the amy and jay are wanting to keep dave everyone else wants dave out so then great well let's split the boats let's try to get amy out make her flush her idol and then I'm still confused of how it ended four <laughs> votes on Jay and three votes on Amy. Why didn't Dave get any votes? Why didn't Amy get four votes and Jay get three? I, I don't understand. Um, but ultimately, Dave, Jay, and Amy are in the minority group. Everyone else splits votes between Jay and Amy. Amy plays her idol for herself. Jay gets four votes. Jay goes home. <sighs> what a winner pick. Down the drain. Down the, yeah, that was Alex's winner pick. Uh, and hey, Alex, just shout out to us for picking two winner picks that were working together. I shout out to us. That, that was fun. <laughs> now, Amy's quickly going to leave too, but uh, I, I don't know well, about okay. that. It depending on how, how the tribe depending down, on but... the tribe swap. So, okay, but let's, let's jump into that. Like, how, why okay. was Jay the boat out? I, I still, uh, the only thing I can think, of, I'm trying to take emotion out of this, right? Emotion's a human experience, like you just said. What blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm trying to take that out of it. I it's it's the plan C, right? Like, um, 
the obvious plan is Dave. So let's try to split it with Amy. But Amy has an idol. She might get wind of it. Great. Let's make the safest bet and go with Jay. Um, that's all I can think of. I, I just, I'm so confused because they desperately wanted Dave out. Like that no, whole no, no. group. No, no, no. Sandra wanted yes. Dave Okay. Out. And Sandra is leading that group. But I, she so you, wanted Dave out, not Jay out, not Amy out. So then why didn't Dave get any votes? I, I still don't understand. That. I, I think it's because Dave isn't going to mess anything up right now. Like he, he is trying to do image control, image repair, and is, and is laying low, and he has to do that. He's an easy number right now. Yeah. Well, Jay, and maybe Jay and Amy are seen as a pair. I, well, and I, I, David and Amy aren't a pair. Uh, they are the thruple, as Sandra called them. Uh, um, yes. uh, but well, every thruple this, has a pair, you know, this is why I don't, I, I wonder how in danger Amy would have been the next vote, because I think my guess, you know, I said at the beginning of this episode, I was surprised that this happened because Amy and Sam seem to be working so closely together up until this point. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think that no one actually wanted Amy to go home. They wanted they wanted to break up that threesome. I want they wanted Dave in as the as the number vote. They didn't want Amy to go home. They just wanted that group on, and that's why Jay is gone, and yeah. not and and not put three votes on Amy. Right, and and does that? I, there's often times a strategy of I'm going to vote out your closest ally, so then now you're in my alliance yeah. and you're loyal to me. I could see that playing out too. One hundred percent too. Like yeah, I don't uh, love that strategy, but I could see it happening. It's true. Um, I, 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 think, I don't think it always works out. That's why I don't like it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I think that's probably what was going on here. And I think Jay, I, I, you know, you said it, you called him plan C. I don't know that it was plan C. I think plan A was after they realized that, that Sandra's name was her plan. A was break up that alliance Yeah. Uh, and break up those numbers. Um, and that was plan A. And however that happened and she let, it seems like she let, people keep who they wanted in to stay in. Like she didn't care who went home as long as that group was broken off. Yeah. Which Alex brings me like, let's briefly talk about Sandra's gameplay right now. And, and I am utterly, utterly impressed with how well she's doing. I'm afraid it's like, maybe like kind of like fool's gold that we're just seeing all this of her and and it feels like she's really in control and maybe she's not. That's just what we're seeing in the edit. But in both of those tribals, episode four and episode six, she identifies a group of people, targets them and says, watch out for that group. And she does it successfully twice and breaks them up twice. And, and, And the second time uses the group that was just broken up to her advantage. Yes. Well, and it's, it's cool to see some like relational seeds that were sown early on. Um, Sandra posted a picture of her, Michelle and Kate and said like us three were all so close out there. Like we were the besties um, and, and she spent a lot of time like, just hanging out with them, which now we see day 13, day 14, Michelle is coming up to Sandra and saying, Hey, I've got some information you need to know. And, and so I, I love seeing that progression of Sandra's making the social bonds, which in some seasons she hasn't done in order to get advantage. And now she is the, the, the kingpin of every alliance she's in, 
which in her first couple of seasons, she was not whatsoever. Yeah. So it, I think it's great gameplay. And uh, it, it reminds me of George last season. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. Especially, you know, the first six episodes, it's like even episode one, it's like, how how are you going to get past this episode? There's no way. And every week it's like, let's make a bigger move. Now let's make a bigger move. Now let's make a bigger move. And now I'm in the center of alliance and now I'm making it. And I, I think Sandra is the new George. So uh, we, well, have, we have King George and, and Queen Sandra. Queen Sandra. Oh, oh man, that, that picture needs to happen. Um, I, I, Sandra is not quite as um, eccentric or at least exuberant with her, what, what she's doing. No, no, uh, one is. I mean, <laughs> King George is something else. Um, yeah, she's just playing a very good game. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the, you know, someone to go, okay, guys, like, are we going to let Sandra just keep doing this? Like, here's what's happening. I like to think Sam knows what's going on and understands yeah. what's going on. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Well, we've gotten a lot, especially last episode of um, Sandra's day 16 curse of the last two seasons she's played. She's been voted out on day 16. Then we see the preview of the tribe swap and she's with Nina on a tribe together Vote out your mom. Vote out your mom. (laughs) It's like, it can be written. Uh, I asked you this last week, Caleb. What's Caleb, or what's Caleb's threat level? Uh, What's Sandra's threat level? I mean, realistically, her threat level is super high. Uh, Whether they realize it or not is a different story. Um, It's just like, I, I have to think, I'm sitting here going, like, you have to vote her out. You have to vote her out. Yeah. You have to vote her out before, like, and I think this is like where you have to vote her out before she gets to the merge. Um, but I don't know. And, and, and maybe, I guess it really just depends on who will be left in the game in terms of with pairs and stuff like that. And I think what's most scary about her is that she, I, I, I think both her and Nina need the other one gone to be most yeah. successful because soon as if Nina's not there, she is going to play the singles oh, and pairs yeah. against one another. Yes, and, and no and one it, else is doing that to our knowledge. Right. I, it, that's the thing is if she can keep this up in terms of pitting people against one another, so much so it becomes like I can't, I can't vote out Sandra because I have to vote out this person, like, even though I want to. Like I'm thinking of minor spoiler for uh, the first blood versus water um, and U.S. Survivor. I'm thinking of Jervis and Tyson. Yeah. Jervis knows that he can't beat Tyson at the end, but like needs Tyson and yeah. he just never gets the opportunity to take him out. But like he, so I'm afraid that that's what like Sandra's going to be. I need Sandra to take out these other threats. Yeah. But I know she's this huge threat and I just can't. So she could position herself very well, which is a very scary. So I don't know. I yes. don't know. Well, and I see in a tribe swap, people targeting Nina over Sandra. Yeah, right. I and I don't know the the if that's the best way to go about it, but I I feel like that's probably the most predictable way because it's the unpredictable one. Um, I d- have no inside scoop. I don't know anyone on the season. I know no spoilers. I don't know where I would find spoilers, and I'm terrible at predictions, as we can tell by Jay's exit. My prediction is Sandra's going home next episode. 
unless unless her new tribe is her and Nina, Mark and Sam, Mel and Michelle, and three or four other people. Mm-hmm. If, if she can get both Sam and Mark as the other returning players on the pair on her tribe and another pair that they trust, even Jordy and, and Jesse would, would work in there. She can survive. Yeah. Other than that, I think the way she's position, positioned herself, if there's no tribe swap, I think she, and there's, if there's no tribe swap until the merge, I think she makes it to the merge. No problem at all. The way she's playing on the blood tribe with a tribe swap, it's the recipe to be swap screwed. Um, unless she is with two other tight pairs. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if this, the previews that we got for the next episode is going to be a situation where the tribe sits Nina down and says, Hey, we're voting out you and your mom. Cause what y- y'all both can't stay. Yeah. And, and that's the, and I, and I, that will be unfortunate. I think for everybody, I think that's not as intriguing gameplay to watch. Um, but you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Caleb, we had a couple overall questions. Oh, great. Are you ready for those? I'm ready. Uh, this one actually comes from you. Um, <laughs> weird that you uh, put a question in there. It just said, how you feeling, Alex? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't asked him. So hey, maybe, a, maybe we can get him on the pod and, and we'll ask him how he's feeling about it. Hey, well, A, that question serves double duty, uh, asking Alex from Survivor and you, Alex, because you just lost your winner pick. But let the inflection on that is how you feeling, Alex? It's like a it's like a it's like a pity question. Like how how you feeling, man? How you feeling, champ? Oh, oh. <laughs> thanks, bro. I'm sad. <laughs> I, I was so excited for Alex and Jay. And then like when Alex got voted, I was like, Jay's gonna be so sad. He's oh now I gotta root for him. Like he's gonna make it super deep. He's like a strong single without his loved one out there. Gone. Uh out of nowhere. All right. Um who is someone lying low that could significantly impact the game later on? Which again, you asked me 36 hours ago. My answer is Jay. <laughs> uh, so I don't have a great tracker record for this. I also need to say my first three picks. Uh, I, I told you last week between the three uh, had had one confessional. That was Jordy. Uh, we are still at the same statistic between Jordy, Mel, and Jay. One confessional between all of them. So uh, I would say one of those two. Um, I am actually going to say. Uh, I'm going to say Jordy. I, I think, I think it's someone on the blue tribe because we yeah. haven't got a lot of information from them and he hasn't had a King Jordy moment. Um, he hasn't had this big epic moment yet, but he seems like a big player. So I'm going to say Jordy. Yeah. Uh, I also, jo- I also see that you're wearing orange uh, for UT. It almost looks like a longhorn on your shirt right now. So First of all, thank you I, it, for that. It's it's literally it's literally blank. So oh, okay. And this great. is so, more this is more of a Tennessee volunteer yellow. So um, okay, okay, great. The the uh, real UT. I right. So UT Austin. Um, remember, Jordy said he's a love child between the Golden God. That's two mentions. And uh, who's the other guy? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Sorry, I thought about the Golden God. I got all <laughs> distracted. Yeah. If you ever needed to know. <laughs> 
the state of Alex's like nerddom and like survivor fanaticism. He remembered the golden God over Matthew McConaughey. Oh, why would I not? <laughs> In terms Matthew of Matthew McConaughey's not my favorite survivor player ever. <laughs> but you go ask 10 people in the street, hey, do you know who David Gannett is? No. Do you know the Golden God? No. Do you know who Matthew McConaughey is? Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I stand by it. I, okay. I absolutely stand by uh, it. Alice, to answer your question, from an edit point of view, I think Jordy is a good choice of who would, you know, who's someone that can make some moves. I think either of um, Melanie or Michelle uh, are would also be good. They seem like, Good Mel player, Michelle. Mel and Michelle. Excuse me. Um, either they, they seem like good players, and we just haven't seen a lot of them. From a non-edit point, of, I, I think Chrissy is playing a very good game right now. She has been highlighted in the edit, so this may not be answering that question, the intent of that question. But I think she's not making a ton of like strategic attention. But I think she's playing a very smart game right now, and so. I, th- I see her doing something big later in the game. For sure. Especially if her and Croc link up because they seem very close. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So last question before that I have for you, unless you have other ones, uh, before we move into Outwood Outplay at last. Um, now this question says, can you rank the challenges from your favorite to least favorite? Um, I can't remember all six challenges. So maybe Caleb, what <laughs> what is your favorite challenge from this week? Yeah, there's just so many. Um to choose from i i like i i think i really like the uh the, the that immunity challenge from episode four um with the the puzzle that had yes. an arch to it because I, I what was intriguing about that is that while it wasn't like a, a traditional puzzle like it was only going together in a certain way and you needed the whole tribe to put that puzzle together um and and, and you had to work the, and unlike the previous immunity challenge where it was you know five people a collar and two people like one what two shoulder carriers and two people on shoulders putting blocks up together you had to have the whole tribe to do that puzzle um yeah i thought it was interesting and intriguing and um yeah so i thought it was cool yeah that that was my answer as well i think Episode four had my favorite challenges that, and then the um, kind of running across the mud one-on-one. It reminded me of a hall brawl from the challenge um, yeah. just with a lot more space. And after the first one, I was like, why don't you just run around each other? Like, <laughs> and then they did that. And I was like, oh, yes. um, I would say episode six then had my next favorite. Um, they were just, they were big and a little complicated. Uh, and then four, Episode five, I, I like both of them. The sumo bag challenge is always a great one. I always yes. want to see it every season, um, but it, especially blood versus water. It's just fun. Uh, the holding onto the logs. I, in theory, I like that one, but I, I couldn't figure out like how the weight was being uh, d- distributed. And like, did they get to choose their order? Was it a random order? Um, like, I, I was just so confused. And like, when one person dropped, like three other people would drop because of the weight and i'm like okay so like h- how how does the weight shift i just it so, confused yes Here, here's I, my deal i didn't it, take ap physics in high school for a reason I, neither I, don't well, I did take ap no not ap i oh. did physics but uh, oh, did you take ap line my my school didn't have ap so no oh uh, and that's Alabama. what i told and that's <laughs> no that's what i told college listen to this that's what i told like college admissions boards like 
if my GPA didn't stack up, I would say, well, I took honors. I couldn't take AP because my school didn't offer it. I did the very, the most I could do and kick, kick butt at all of it. So like, it was like that. Well, I couldn't do that, but I did everything I could do. So, so you lied. I know I didn't lie to your admissions department. No, that's false. Okay. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. I have a bone to pick with this challenge because I do think they got to pick wherever they wanted to, because JLP made the comments about the strongest people being at the end. And my question was, why are the strongest people at the end? Like that seems makes sense. Like I, I think you need to put a strong person, a, a stronger, two stronger people on the ends. But then I, to me, it felt like in the middle, maybe separated by one thing should be the two strong people. Yeah. Because that way they're only holding up half the weight. Yeah. And, and they're being supported by one another. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I, I, it, it blew my well, and mind. Then, and then that, I would put like strong, weaker, strong, weaker. So like, no, I wouldn't have even done that. I would have put like, I, I would have put if, if there was a dead middle, like a weaker person, strong, these two strong side by side next yes. to them. Uh, and then, and then put stronger people on the ends and then fill the rest. Yes. Okay. But here's my question though. Yeah. Like if, if person on the end, person one and two drop yep. now is the weight heavier for everyone or is it just heavier for person three that's my it, question i think it is heavier for everybody like just in general because there's less people but it affects the people next to them the most i i need a physicist on this are, are going to feel the weight more I'm too well, confused by that. Listen, hey, you know, you're coming, you're coming to town this weekend. Uh, Let's you, try it out. We, we can try it out. We'll, we'll set up a little survivor uh, game. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, you make okay. an Absolutely. Uh, yes, I do. Hey, I think Coleman has all the idols. Hey, I, I can't say <laughs> All right. Inside jokes, people. All Which right. Are all perfect right. for podcasts. Perfect for podcasts. Okay. Let's, Alex, let's jump in. We've reviewed everything, talked about questions. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot more we could talk about, but let's jump into the outwit, outplay, outlast, players or moments of the week. What you got for outwit, that social strategy? The idols, you mean? Okay. You're, I hate you. Thank you. Th- there's no contest. It's Sandra in my mind. Um, she, It's peak Sandra. Um, I, I, I told that to someone earlier today. It's, it's her at her best. She is dominating the outwit portion of the game right now again we're seeing the most of it but i'm not complaining she is the way she's able to flip alliances on people and use subset of alliances and it it is absolutely fascinating i love the moment of her telling michelle and amy hey you know kind of working together let's get let's get sophie out and then telling amy hey why don't you go tell jay she's like oh yeah and then jay will get dave and then a confessional from sandra of like and now it's Amy's idea, which except I which love it didn't it, work out because Amy was like, so Sandra wants to, <laughs> which perfect play by Amy, like yes, immediately yeah. going, oh well, Sandra told me this, so yeah, yeah which which is the right move, but uh, I, I think it's Sandra for sure. Yeah. What about you? I would definitely say I would I would say Sandra too, but just to highlight somebody else, um, I why do I want to call her? Uh, I wanted to call her LJ just because U.S. Survivor. Uh, KJ, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm going to give a shout out to her 
I think she handled having her sister come to her tribe, who a sister who she acknowledges is a little bit more aggressive in their gameplay. And I thought she handled that beautifully. I think she handled like was ready and willing to vote out her sister if that needed to be tried her best, whether regardless of how that ended out, she did her due diligence to try to save her sister with what I appeared, what appeared to us without ruffling feathers, right? She could have really like gunned a lot and did a lot of been wild and crazy trying to make a move, but she really was like, Hey, like here's this option. How do you feel about it? Double down on that option with people and let them decide that that's what they wanted for themselves. But she still like provided the idea for them. Yeah. And that's kind of what, what you need to balance out that more aggressive gameplay is a very laid back gameplay. And one of my favorite moments, I think she's in the water with a few other tribe mates and she acknowledges how frustrating it was um, to have her sister there. And I think that that moment of honesty, especially in a season like this, everyone can empathize to say, yeah, you know, my partner could do the same very easily and tank my game. And so for her to be honest, instead of just straight defending her sister, no matter the cost her to say, yeah, I'm pretty frustrated. Like this is hard. Um, I, I don't like this. Was he a yeah, I, and I, I think she did it in such a way as like not to be, Oh, poor pitiful me, but really like garnering that empathy for people of, Hey, yeah, this sucks. I'll do what you need me to do. But yeah, this sucks for me. Yep. So, yep. Okay. Outplay. Now this is the idols and advantages, Alex. You can talk about this here. Perfect. Uh, for the second <laughs> week in a row, the outplay goes to the Australian Survivor Challenge team for <laughs> developing new and fun and innovative challenges because they are winning the outplay category so far. And until they start repeating a bunch of boring challenges for a whole week, they are going to keep winning. So uh, I know how to completely ruin a joke and just go a little too much. I, I learned from our previous job, supervisor who also loves Survivor, the key to comedy is repetition. So the challenge team is outplay. Well, here's the deal is that uh, you're saying that it's comedy. I just know that you don't quite really know what to use for outplay at this point. So you're just saying I'm so that because yes. you know it involves challenges. I'm um, just saving myself. <laughs> the real answer to this, and to me, the only answer to this is Ben. Like, yeah, uh, fr- from... Sure. I mean, he, I mean, which we don't know quite how the edit like played out and how long he really was holding that. I mean, he, but he went for at least a, an amount of time toe to toe with eight members of the, the red tribe by himself. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, absolutely I mean, insane. Yeah. Just like way to go, way to go, man. Or the blue tribe, whatever it was. Oh, man. All right. At last. Outlast, uh, I mean, I, I think I think they may be gone in, in next episode, but uh, Sandra, like, hmm. I, 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 I think I just said it, like, the pa- I outlined her path to victory earlier and yeah. taking opposing groups and fighting them against one another. It's going to take one of them saying, two opposing groups saying, we have to stop. But as we know in Survivor, there's always a, you know, a bigger threat out there or an argument for a bigger threat. And it's hard to make that move with a big threat to get out 
an arguably equal threat. Right. But, so and, and people are listening to Sandra. I know. And it's just like, and she's playing such a good game. And like I said, I think it may be a little bit of fool's gold. Like I, I maybe she's not quite as involved or as orchestrating all this as, as the edit is showing. Um, but I think part of that too, for me is like, it's Sandra. How do you not see this? Um, but I, I think that just speaks to her gameplay and, and her ability to play the way that she does uh, excellently. Yeah. When I was speaking as a survivor fan too, like the last couple seasons Sandra's been on one, it has showed me she's got a lot of strategic chops um, that maybe she didn't get credit for in her first two seasons, but also she's been pre-merged both times and hasn't had a huge game. Um, hasn't made a lot of successful strategic moves um, consistently. And so as a fan, this is exciting and, and it's restoring faith in Sandra to, to make me rethink and go, whoa, she she really is a badass player. Um, and I've always done that, but uh, she is she's next level for sure. And the way so many people just implicitly trust her on on that blood tribe, it's um, I'm very curious to see what happens once, yeah. once pairs start mixing and mingling. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off my like oh this like just like even makes me rethink all of her gameplay only because like I part of me I, I want to see what happens with the swap and I want to see happens when she, if she gets to merge because in the back of my mind I keep saying to myself they're just using her they know what they're doing I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt they're just not letting her escape by it but maybe they are and maybe she's playing that well we will see we'll see we'll see uh, for me out last goes to Jesse and Sam um, that, that duo, I think seeing them flip back and forth with Sandra for both um, of those votes, uh, one for Sophie and then one for Jay uh, impressive. We didn't necessarily get to see a lot of the um, thought behind it and the strategy behind that, but they both seem likable. Both are incredibly physical um, threats and especially with Mark and Jordy on the other side being very likable and very physical threats. I mean, that group of four can really do some damage and, and really they're on no one's radar right now. So uh, I was most impressed with Sam and um, Jesse in that pair. Uh, I will say I, I feel bad pre-season. I did not give Sam and Mark uh, much hope. Uh, I was like, I, they're not going very far. Both of them have absolutely impressed me this season so far. And they've made big changes. And I think I'm a Mark fan. I, I, I was not a Mark fan season two. I think I'm a Mark fan. You weren't a Mark fan because you were a Henry fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. Henry's not on the season. Mark is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not surprised by either of their gameplay in this. I'm, I, my hope is that, you know, I talked myself into picking Andy, um, unfortunately for me and my tribe. Otherwise, I would have picked Sam. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised. I, I think this is how a returner should play. Um, you know, again, a- Andy's situation is maybe if he doesn't get, have to go to tribal first, he doesn't end up in that situation. Um, but yeah. For sure. For sure. Any other thoughts? Uh, I mean, we talked a lot about ideas for next episode, but um, thoughts going into episodes seven, eight, and nine. Oh, no, I'm just, I'm excited for this tribe swap. I, my, I'm really hoping we don't get a, I, I, I hope we get a good mix of pairs and non-pairs. 
And I hope we don't get a, um, oh, here's one tribe where it's seven, four pairs and, and two people and a tribe of all single. I mean, there's not that many singles. So I guess that really can't happen. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amend my statement. I hope we don't get two tribes where there's one or two singles and a bunch of pairs. I hope we get all the singles on one tribe together. So we, so we see them go, all right, folks, we're in this together now. Absolutely. Which I mean, I very quickly, the singles are Dave. Is that, is that it? It's just Dave. So yeah. So I, then he, then he can't even have, so I will, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's, uh, it's almost a brand new game. I know, I, which is a little disappointing because we're not going to see that. So you're also disappointed Jay left. Uh, no, I can't. I Sorry, Jay, if you ever listen to this, I'm not because you were Alex's winner pick and I love watching Alex be a little disappointed. We'll, we'll see if we can get Jay on the pod. That's, that's my call. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, Alex, great talking with you tonight. Uh, if you want to listen to more of our episodes, check us out on Apple uh, Podcast or Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at Speaking Llama. Feel free to comment us. We'll uh, comment us or ask us a question. We'll answer you back. Uh, if you have any thoughts about this season, we'll be happy to hear them. And uh, hope you're in, enjoying it as much as we are. And guess what, folks? In less than a month, in a month, U.S. Survivor starts as well, which means you'll have four nights of your week filled with Survivor content. Absolutely incredible. And as we sign off in the words of Sandra, adios, mate. Adios.